All right, welcome back to another episode of Album Digest, where we dive deep into albums in hopes of learning more about artists and their music. I'm your host, Phoebe Goodwin, and today we're going to be going through Kings of Leon's Only by the Night album with a special guest, Gracie Massengill. Hey, Gracie, we're so glad you're here. Hey, thanks for having me. (laughs) (laughs) All right, okay, so Gracie, this was the album and artists specifically that you said you wanted to go through. So tell me a little bit more about why you like this artist and why you chose them. Um, Kings of Leon is just special to me. I grew up listening to some of their songs but kind of forgot about them. Um, And then, I don't know, I like to find different music. And um, a lot of people were telling me to look more into Kings of Leon. And so I got back into them and just fell in love all over again. So when did this happen? Was this recently or in the past couple of years? Um, Yeah, past couple of years. I guess college. I know back down south by Kings of Leon, that's like a big thing um, here at Ole Miss. So (laughs) I was like, ooh, I mean, I like it. I like the sound. And then kind of dove deeper into that. Yeah. Okay, so as we were walking over here, we were kind of talking a little bit um, about this artist, and we kind of found out that they are – a little family band um and so we did a little google search and found the kings of leon was named after their grandfather so it's a group of three brothers and a cousin the follow will brothers nathan jared and caleb and their cousin matthew um and i think a way i would describe this album specifically was kind of like an american rock sort of vibe they have um, the good drums and electric guitar, but they were formed in the late 90s in Nashville. And so it's like an American rock band, but from the South, yeah, I guess you I could would say. I agree with that. Yeah. And something interesting I found was they actually got their big break in the UK. Okay. Isn't cool. that interesting? Oh my gosh. I have a story about oh, that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait. We got to go over this story. We got to go over it. So I was supposed to go see them in the UK. That was the only place they were, um, like, touring recently because I was so obsessed. I was like, I've got to go see them. I went and studied abroad this summer, and they were in London. And I was like, oh, just, you know, a quick plane ride. I got the tickets, got the Airbnb, got the plane ticket. And then something fell through, and I could not go. And (laughs) I've been devastated ever since. But yeah, that's definitely a big heartbreak, especially (laughs) because that's where they became famous. So I'm so sorry about that. It's okay. Um, But I guess Only by the Night really does have all of their most favorite or famous songs included in it. I think some of the most familiar songs people know by Kings of Leon are going to be on this album. So I'm super excited. You chose this album because this is going to be a fun one to go through um, because I think people are going to recognize a lot more songs than they think they yeah, will. Right. Um, but let's start off with Closer. Okay. So what what was your connection to that song? So Closer, I got into, I was on a trip like in Washington State, so mountainous. Okay. Very cool. Um, and it kind of captured I don't know, it was a little funky in the place that I was. It was just a little, like, or very different than what I'm used to. Um, And it's almost a little dark. It's one of their, for me. Yes, Um, I got that vibe from it. Yeah, and I I just love music that's a little more in that key. Mm -hmm. Um, You like the minor music? Yeah, really? It it just, I don't know. It's kind of edgy, but I don't know. I can't even explain it. Um, But Closer is definitely one of my favorite 
just because it's it's funky <laughs> yeah I definitely got that vibe when I, I and I don't like that okay, you, okay. I don't <laughs> which is interesting that you do because I think the ominous sounding because it kind of yeah. starts off with like it almost sounded before like right at the very beginning it almost sounded like a 2000s pop song okay with that that little beat yeah. I thought yeah and then the drums come in and you realize okay this is not like Britney Spears <laughs> yeah. or Katy Perry or anything like that but it creates this kind of post-apocalyptic sound, which was what I got from yes. it, which I don't like. I love that. Because okay. I don't like <laughs> those stark um, LED lights in hospitals, and that's kind of the okay. vibe I was getting from the song. Definitely. If that makes sense. No, I get that. And th- when you look at the lyrics, they're matching the feel of the yes. song because he's talking about this girl, this past love that took his heart and soul, and now there's a storm coming up from the sea coming yeah. closer and closer to him. And so I thought one of the most interesting lyrics was he's saying he feels alone in his love. Okay. So how this girl kind of left him, you know, he used to not be alone. He used to share it. And he's not quite sure how to move forward or where to go. But something interesting I've seen through this band is when they start off with a sound or a structure of the song, it doesn't really change. Yeah. It keeps, it stays the same. So it's very repetitive um but then there's one part i think it's before the bridge or around the bridge when the guitar there's like a big electric guitar moment oh yeah (laughs) but um yeah i think closer is a very interesting way to because this is i'm pretty sure the first track on this album i think i think um but this is the first track we're going over which i think highlights a very interesting sound that they can pull off because a lot of artists can't really pull it off Um, And so let's take a look into Closer.
right. Okay. Well, that was that was closer. There we go. That's a little taste of um, Kings of Leon. And now we're going to go on to the next track titled Sex on Fire. And do you remember the first time you ever heard this song? No, but I can tell you I was probably like, uh, I can't. I can't listen to this. Like it has sex in the name. But right. It's right. So good. Yeah. So I remember you mentioned back down south being a college thing. Yeah. Well, Sex on Fire is also. I feel like this was at least the first time I was exposed to it. Okay. Yeah. And it was one of those nights we had nowhere to go, but we were just driving around Taylor, and it was kind of a night like this. It was probably around this time freshman year. And all the windows were down, and all of a sudden they play the song. And I was like, what is this song? Like, this is the best song I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, and ever since then, I've just always oh, it's so good. matched that memory to that song. Um, okay, so what was your kind of thought process through choosing the song? I guess it is kind of a no-brainer, but... Yeah, so, I mean, Sex on Fire is just absolutely so good. Like, I everything about it, I love, like... The rasp in his voice. Yes. And then the guitar, like, I don't know. I'm a big guitar girl. Right. Kings of Leon are, they're so good with their guitars. Um, But I, I think this was funny. Like, I was telling my pastor about Kings of Leon. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, my gosh, you have to listen to them. Like, how have you not heard of them? And he was like, oh, I've heard a few things. Like, the first thing, first song that he that pops up for him oh, is Sex, Sex on, Fire. on Fire. And he was like. Crazy, like it says, "Sex on Fire," <laughs> and I was like, "I mean, it's fine. Move past the title, and you know, just listen to the just sound. listen, and it is so good." And so, I mean, anyway, he he's obsessed with them now. So, <laughs> and then also, like my good friend, uh, she told me that her dad had this as his wife's ringtone for years. Oh. And I, uh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I hope <for> that. <laughs> that is really funny. Yeah, I think this is, this really showcases their use of guitar. Yeah. Because I think they're so strategic with the way they use the guitar because they make it memorable. Yeah. Like, the way the guitar opens up in this, it's so simple. Yeah. And there's not a whole lot to it, per se, but, oh boy, like, when you hear this guitar strum, you're like, Oh, okay, I'm about to really enjoy the next three minutes of my yeah. life because this song is about to play. Um, but, yeah, the, the chorus really opens up, and it adds, like, a different guitar melody and his voice. It's, like, this rock and roll, beautiful dream. Um, and, I mean, this is – this. I can't believe this song hasn't been played on Album Digest yet. <laughs> so um, I'm excited. Yeah, the song from the title, I'm sure you can guess what it's about. He is really infatuated with – making love to this girl and so he decided to write a song about it um okay so here is sex on fire
All right. Okay, so next up is Use Somebody. And this, I think, is that song that we all listen to in the radio. Because in our, what, we were six, seven, eight years, um, that's when radio was really it. You know, there was no Spotify. You had iTunes, but you just couldn't listen to it in the car. Right. And I just feel like when I hear this song, I'm just taken back to my mom's white suburban, and I'm in the back seat eating a kid's meal from Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Um, but yeah, tell me about what, what you like about this song. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like I grew up on this song a little bit. Um, so my parents were big on like U2 and I, I remember always hearing those iconic songs and then use somebody and, um, it kind of, it sounded the same to me. So Uh I like connected the two of them. Um, so growing up, I always thought it was U2. Well, once I started finding Kings of Leon again, um, it took me a while to like check them out, but once I did, I heard you somebody, and automatically I was brought back to my childhood home, dancing uh-huh. to you two and you somebody by Kings of Leon, like just having the best time. So it it really, I guess this was the first one that made an impression on me, mm. and it's it's still so good to this. And it has that nostalgic feel. It just does. I guess it was the year two thousand eight when this <laughs> when this album came back. It, we're kind of all stuck there. But I think this song also just makes me think of like those indie films in 2009 that you would see on the DVD commercials before like your Pixar movie would play <laughs> or whatever. And I think it's a pretty it's a pretty simple song. It has a few background vocals. I think there's a fun opening of the song like it's really loud and then for the verse it strips all the way back. And I think that's kind of a theme and you can just see how through stripping back the sound, the overall sound he really wants his lyrics to be heard. Um, and it's just really his voicing the guitar when we get to the verses of this song. And he's talking about how maybe he's at a time in his life when he needs someone. And he's not just looking for anyone, though. He's looking for someone like this girl. And he's wanting her to notice him and who he is. And, I mean, I think under all of this rock and roll facade, it's a pretty sweet love song about just wanting to love and to be loved. Um, and I think this is just a really classic song we're all raised on. So I'm excited to listen to it.
All right. Okay, so the next song we're listening to is Manhattan. And I had never heard this song before the show. Really? Okay. Yeah, I had never heard it before, but I think this is this is my favorite song. Yeah. So Manhattan for me, it just puts me in a good mood every time. Like it's one of my go-to mood boosters um it and arizona on because of the times are literally the perfect songs for like driving down a beach town windows rolled okay, down yep i mean it's i don't know i feel like i'm main character like right. it, manhattan is the the song um and once i got back into kings of leon manhattan was constantly on repeat i mean i would start it over just to hear the guitar in the beginning like oh the the beginning guitar and I just love the way the song lets the guitar take the lead. Mm-hmm. It's almost like the lyrics are in the background. Like, sometimes I don't know what they're saying, yeah. but the bass is, like, it's so prominent, and the electric guitar is the backup, mm-hmm. and then, like, drums just complete it. And I'm going to be honest, um, I don't know what it's saying, but I can sing the guitar solos. Okay, yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's when you know. They, I think that's when you know they're, they're doing a good job with their instruments because they're making them memorable. And I think, you know, lyrics, you can look them up. Yeah, you can look exactly. them up, but you can't look up a good guitar right. melody. You can't do that. <laughs> but I think what's interesting about this song is that guitar you were talking about in the beginning, I initially thought it was strings. Okay. Like, I thought it was violin. Okay. Because of the way it's kind of no, it could be echoey, <laughs> and I, I think it's I think it's the bass and the electric guitar. Because I listened back and I was like, wait, that's definitely not strings. But I think through that, the just you know fluidness. Yeah. I guess I don't really. I don't. I don't. I'm know talking with my hands. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking with my hands, but it's just very romantic. Yeah. That's kind of so I got this romance feel with the guitar. Um, and again, it's super simple, but I think this song musically switches up a little more. Yeah. Towards the end, it kind of sounds, the bridge, it kind of almost sounds like a different song, mm-hmm. which I think is fun because it just switches up, and that's not how the rest of the songs in this album have been. But I looked up the lyrics, and it was just basically these two people falling in love, meeting on a night out in Manhattan, and then falling in love. And Dreamy. so what else could you ask for? <laughs> exactly. Come on, come on. But, um, yeah, here's Manhattan.
All right. Okay, so next up is the track titled Revelry, which I didn't know what it meant. I didn't either, and I looked it up. You did? I yeah. did too. Um, and it was like kind of a, a party? Uh-huh. Yeah. It was like indulging yeah. in a festivity with lots of alcohol. Yeah. I remember it said <laughs> all the alcohol. Wow. Revelry. Okay, well, tell me about Revelry. Okay, so I Revelry's just kind of groovy. Um, I love every part of it. But my best memory, again, I was in Washington State. I, this, that was my playlist. Like, this, this, album. this album was my playlist for that trip. Um, and we were about to go to the airport. Like, we had been up all day. We are about to go to the airport and be there all night. So I tried to sleep in the car on the way, woke up, and literally felt like I was in a different world. There was snow taller than the trees on both sides of our van and then, like, a mountain in front of us and I was like where the heck am I I was so out of it um and car naps are never what you want them to be no no and so I was like no one else was up so I got to choose the music they just played music um and of course I chose Kings Leon this song captured that moment so well like I was so out of it and it just like the feeling I had was Mm. that That. like then yes how interesting (laughs) I know and that's for me like music it captures a moment right so the moments in this album are just so weird so precious to random you. yeah and how crazy <laughs> um yeah well I think this song is very similar to the rest in the album as it's just super simple just him and his voice and um just a little simple guitar strum there's some drums that come in after the first verse which I think adds some momentum but overall it's a pretty slow song mm-hmm. it's not in a rush which I think is interesting talking about revelry yeah because yeah. I feel like you think of that, it's very fast-paced, but this song is so slow. Um, but in the song, he's just kind of talking about how he loved the time they shared together. But he kept finding himself longing for revelry. And so maybe he wasn't finding that excite- excitement with her. And so he's trying to find it in other places. What a night for a dance, you know I'm a dancing machine. With the fire in my bones and the sweet taste of kerosene I get lost in the night so high I don't want to come down To face the loss of the good thing that I found Dark of the night, I can hear you calling my name. With the heart of the hearts, I still feel full of pain. So I drink and I smoke and I ask you if you're ever around. Even though it was me who drove us right in the ground. See the time we shared.
right. Okay. Well, it's hard to believe, but the end of the show has already come. I know. Okay. How sad, but I guess time flies when you're having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, the last song we're going to be going over is Notion. Yeah. You want to so, say, say a few words about Notion? <laughs> so this is the newest one I've gotten into. Um, and I like what it's saying and, like, how it's short and sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just saying, like, well, obviously it says, like, don't knock it if you you've been here before. And that, to me, just means, like, not to ruin an experience for another person because you didn't enjoy it. Like, you're experiencing things differently, and everyone has to figure out what they like without outsiders' opinions. Mm-hmm. So this is the only song that I'm, like, really into the lyrics. And, I don't know, lyrics, like, drive it. Uh, mm-hmm. Other ones, I feel like guitar drives it. The guitar, for, me. Yeah. for you, yeah. yeah. <laughs> How interesting, because when I saw that lyric, I was like, I wonder what that means. Okay. And so that's yeah. so that's I think that's that's my interpretation. I think that's a great interpretation. Um, yeah, wow, that's that's yeah. very interesting part. <laughs> um, but I think this kind of carries that same classic rock and roll Nashville feel to it. Yeah. But there's a little bit of piano. There are two guitars and that nice solid drum beat. Um, and I think something that solidifies their rock and roll vibe is the fact that you can't always understand what he's saying when he's singing and he has that raspy voice we've talked about and it's great and it almost feels like he's just chiming in with the guitars like the guitars are singing he's singing it's kind of one big collaboration but I think when you look at the lyrics like what you were just talking about it's it's so interesting um and I think yeah I think that your interpretation of the lyrics are great. And I think this is also kind of spinning off of when you become famous or people hear your music, people can automatically put a stigma behind a band. And so I think he's kind of addressing potentially also people who don't like their music and like, well, if you don't like it, don't speak negatively to other people about it who have never tried it. Kind of like what you're saying. Um, and so, yeah, I think this is a super, super good song to end on as it just kind of carries the themes from the rest of the album throughout this song.
right. Well, Gracie, this this is it. This, this has is, been so fun. Yeah, this has been so great. Um, thank you for coming on and sharing all of your wonderful insight. To thanks for having me. This amazing album. Um, and thanks to the viewers. I mean, not viewers, <laughs> listeners. Gracie, your mom is on. Yeah, she is. <laughs> I think my parents are on and some of my sisters. So I'm so glad um, the Massengill and Goodwin family have been <laughs> yes. able to enjoy um, this show. But yeah, thanks everyone for listening. And we are excited to come back again next week for another show of Album Digest.